2: Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It is the Thursday edition of the Joe Pag Show. We carried the topic over. I don't don't do that a lot here. We carried it over because it's really important that these mayors or these governors are saying and doing things that are contra uh, contrary to what they said or did before. We're also going to get into the story that uh, that I think Sam just found over here on NBC. And Carrie, just looking at the headline of the story, it appears like it's going to be a hit piece against Greg Abbott. And here's why I say that, because Mm -hmm. you're talking about how the Eagle Pass mayor, I think in the subtitle or something, is against it. He's against this. And the Eagle Pass mayor is actually begging and crying for help. So NBC News found some angle to make Greg Abbott look bad in this entire thing. If you don't mind, give me that, at least a piece of it. And keep in mind, those watching and listening, this is an NBC News story, which means it is not really news. It's probably gonna be a lot of opinion. What do you
3: have? Governor Greg Abbott has seized control of a public park in a town on the US-Mexico border as part of his homegrown immigration enforcement operation, the town's mayor said in a video. The state's forces moved in Wednesday night to take over Shelby Park in the border community of Eagle Pass, about two hours east of San Antonio. The park along the U.S. side of the Rio Grande, the river border between the U.S. and Mexico. Eagle Pass Mayor Rolando Salinas posted a video to Facebook on Wednesday showing military vehicles lined up along a chain link fence that had been erected at an entrance to the park. This is not something that we wanted. This is not something that we asked for as a city. I want to make that clear, Salinas said in the video. He said he was told the park's takeover on Wednesday morning in a call from a Texas Department of Public Safety official who told him the state was taking full control of the park. Park indefinitely, Texas is holding the line at our southern border with miles of additional razor wire and anti-climb barriers to deter and repel the record high levels of illegal immigration invited by President Biden's reckless open border policies. Abbott spokeswoman Renee E. said in the statement, a statement, Texas will continue to deploy Texas National Guard soldiers, DPS troopers and more barriers, utilizing every tool and strategy to respond to President Biden's ongoing border crisis. at the park became the center of controversy in July after Salinas declared it private so state DPS troopers could arrest migrants crossing there on charges of trespassing. The city later rescinded that declaration amid backlash from residents.
2: Okay, thank you. Wow. There's a lot to, as as the kids say today, unpack there. Salinas is a Democrat who has been inundated. His city has been decimated by illegal aliens. He is not against Greg Abbott when it comes to stopping the flow of people coming across the border illegally. In fact, he's on the same side. He's not okay with this. But, as Kerry just said, even though he was working in conjunction with the state government to privatize the park so that they could go in there and do what they have to do to try to enforce the border better, he had to rescind it because of Resident, according to NBC News, the residents were against it. No, that's not true. Probably some higher-ups up the chain politically. Democrats said, you can't do this. It looks bad for us Democrats. I don't think the residents, even if they're all Democrat, Neagle Pass or Del Rio or any of these small towns, I don't think any resident there wants more illegal aliens in the street. Carrie, I'm going to say that, and I don't even think it's opinion. I think that's a fact. We've been following this the whole time. Mm
3: -hmm. Yes.
2: I haven't heard from any resident... Democrat or Republican from a border town saying, I love the fact that when we're sleeping at night, we have no idea who's passing by our house or coming through our yard. I don't think anybody said that. In fact, I would bet they haven't said that at all. So having said that, Salinas now puts out this video alleging that he's unhappy that the state of Texas is coming in to enforce the new laws signed into law, the new bill signed into law, by Greg Abbott a little while ago, uh, SB4 and SB5 or something. And he had to come out and do that video to pretend he's against it. Guess what? He's not. I'm going to say that it is my well-educated opinion that this mayor of this city knows that he wants that border closed down. He knows he wants the illegality to stop across the border. He knows that he can't say so, though. So with a wink and a nod to Greg Abbott... Salinas will put this stupid Facebook video up. And then idiots like NBC will grab a hold of it and say, look, look how mean Abbott is. And the residents of of this part of Texas want more illegals. I'm sorry. They want more undocumented migrants, whatever that is. So this is a ruse. This is their way to try to flood the so-called news system with stories of how bad Greg Abbott is. And understand, this is not something that happens independently. You've got everybody on the left from Biden on down. Biden, KJP, you've got Kamala Harris, now you've got this stupid mayor in uh, in Eagle Pass. They're all going to say the same thing. Greg Abbott bad. Stephen A. Smith, like an idiot. God, listen, I used to respect Stephen A. Smith. In fact, in the, in, in the recent few weeks, I've been asking people who know him to have him on the show. A, he's probably already said he's not coming on. That's why he hasn't been on. Even though I was told we can have him. He, he ain't coming on. Because he doesn't want to call him out. Somebody got to him, too. Stephen A. Smith, who is a very good basketball commentator and sports commentator, suddenly is in the illegal alien fray, in the migration fray, calling Greg Abbott all sorts of names very recently. Oh, by the way, he just attacked Jason Whitlock from the Blaze by calling him full of S and a fat slob or something. I don't know what happened to Stephen A. Smith, but somebody got to him. I don't know if it's ESPN. I don't know. Somebody got to him. But when you've got collusion from the sports world and then from the so-called news world and then from a mayor of a city who knows he wants the illegals to stop coming across to everybody else, from everybody, to everybody in the administration, you know, you've got collusion. Some email went out. Something happened where, where they said, okay, we have to attack. Let's attack the one guy. Let's attack. Let's attack Greg Abbott. A, he's white, forget the fact that he's disabled, he's in a wheelchair, let's not mention that. But he's white, he's male, forget the fact that he's married to a Latina. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that she's Hispanic. You know, gotta go after him because he looks the part. He looks the part of the oppressor. And now let's all act like we're oppressed. NBC News isn't oppressed. Stephen A. Smith isn't oppressed. You know who's being oppressed? The people who are major majority Hispanic in Eagle Pass... They're being oppressed and they're being trampled on by those breaking the law to come into the country, bringing fentanyl, could be rapists, could be murderers, maybe some good people who are doing it the wrong way. They hate it. They're the ones being oppressed. And you can, you can call Greg Abbott all you, out all you want. Nothing that they've said in that story makes any sense. None of it. So you're, you're handing parks over to to use for illegals which makes sense if texas is going to enforce these new laws that's actually not the same thing as handing illegal aliens a school and telling kids to stay home and learn from home instead you go back to the phone lines a lot of people want to be heard on this 888-941-PAGS
4: 888-941-7247 joepags.com jason what's going on hi joe thanks for the call hey so You know, let me preface this by saying I I absolutely think that we do need to secure the border. That being said, we've been talking about illegal immigration since before Trump administration, during the Trump administration, after the Trump administration. We're going to be talking about illegal immigration until until we die, unless we get to the root cause of the problem. And the root cause of the problem is the cartel. I've been in the home building sector for 25 years. I'm a home building executive in the greater San Antonio Metropolitan area, cool. I've known hundreds of legal and illegal Mexican immigrants. And they all have one thing in common: they fled Mexico because of the cartel. They're afraid that their daughters are going to be sex trafficked. They're afraid that their wives are going to be raped and murdered. They're afraid their paychecks are going to be exploited. That country is a beautiful country with untapped natural resources, agricultural resources, ranching, farming, hunting. When I was seventeen, I worked on the border in a petroleum field. We used to go into Mexico. Drink 10 cent coronas, ate cabritos, shopped, bought all kinds of clothes and furniture. You can't do that anymore. And it's all because of the cartel. Why is it, and this is a question, and you know more about this than I do, Joe. So my question is why is it that, that we can go halfway across the world and launch military campaigns against terrorist organizations like the Taliban, ISIS, Hamas, Saddam Hussein, and his cronies, but we can't go in our backyard and eradicate the cartel? I mean, in my world, it's almost like an HOA violation. You knock on the door, hey Mexico, you got thirty days to clean your yard up, or I'm going to have to do it for you, and you're going to pay the price. At the end of the day, if we want to curb immigration, we've got to stop why all of these people are fleeing their country. They could be very successful. These these folks are hardworking, good most of, a lot of them that I've met, hardworking good people who can't live a fruitful life in their country because. It's been taken over by the cartel. And until we eradicate the cartel, we are going to continue to have this problem. Regardless of how many walls we build, they're going to continue to find ways to get into the country. And so my question is, why can, why can we not why can we not do that? Why can we not launch a military? And I'm not saying it would be easy. I think that it would, like I said, it would be a military campaign. Look, these guys, they drive around with turrets on the top of their hundred four by fours and they got their logo on the side of their they don't hide they run the country and until we eradicate in my opinion until we eradicate the problem the root cause of why all these folks are fleeing mexico we're going to continue to talk about the same problem jason i hear you and i appreciate that
2: do me a favor listen on the radio because i'm going to give you an answer then i'm going to go to break here uh very well said i appreciate where you're coming from let me throw this out there you glossed over the, the Trump years. I think that was a mistake. Cuz you're right, the cartels are running much of Mexico. You're right, the cartels are bringing the drugs in. You're right, cartels are killing Americans with fentanyl. You're right, cartels are raping and doing human and sex trafficking. You're right. But in the 4 years under Trump, it was better than it had been in 60 or 70 years and we didn't have to do a military strike against the cartels. Cuz Trump used the leverage that we have as the as the greater As the greater nation, financially, economically, freedom and liberty-wise, we—he was able to use the leverage that we have on Mexico because of trade—to tell him you're putting your troops on the border with Guatemala, and he did. To tell the president of Mexico you're doing it, and he did. We're gonna—we're gonna do stay in Mexico. Oh, you don't want to do that? We'll just raise the tariffs on your stuff. Oh, you're gonna do stay in Mexico? Great. We're gonna do—we're gonna do Title Eight because of the health reasons for COVID. Oh, oh, you're gonna do that for us? Great. He was able to use the, the leverage that the United States has on Mexico and also on Canada to say, this is what you're going to do, or else there's going to be hell to pay because we're going to stop trade. We're going to stop giving you any aid whatsoever. So glossing over the Trump years, I think, is is something you can't do. Um, you said it's, it was a problem during his year. Yes, it, of course it was. And by the way, part of the stupid debate last night, what did to say? Something dumb like Trump sent uh, deported fewer people than Obama did. Right, because Trump let fewer people in than Obama did. Hello? I, I, I'm not playing this political game. Yes, illegal immigration has been a problem for as long as we can remember. But for those four years, doing the actual enforcement of the laws that we have in the books, it really worked. Now, do I agree with you that if we can go and do a drone strike in Iran or Iraq or in Syria or Yemen that we can do it in Mexico? I agree. Except we're not neighbors with those other countries. We are neighbors with Mexico. And we want to make Mexico understand that we do absolutely appreciate their sovereignty, although Mexico doesn't appreciate ours. So we have to go back to using the leverage because Mexico is our friend. Canada is our friend. Yemen isn't. Iraq's supposed to be but it's really not. Iran certainly isn't. So when you're talking about striking people in the Middle East where the entire country hates us and finds us to be the the greater enemy and evil, that's okay. Mexico is not our enemy. It's our friend. We have to make our friend do what we need them to do again, to not only protect our people, but p- to protect the people that you're talking about. I agree with you. you know, I used to work in construction. We had people from all over the world, including Mexico. Very good, hardworking people. Most of them were migrant in, in that they came legally, worked, and went back home. These people coming now are not migrants. They're They're... There are people who want to stay here and live off the the fruit of our labor forever. They're not migrants. So there is a major difference there. Go back to the Trump policies, enforce the law. You can do that very easily. Now, if you do want to do a strike through drones or whatever against the cartels, you have to work in conjunction with the Mexican government. You might say, well, the cartels own the Mexican government. Use the leverage again. We need to strike these cartels and take them out of business now. And if you're going to do that, you've got to do it in conjunction with Mexico and make Mexico comply by the leverage that I talked about already. So I hear what you're saying, and I agree with a lot of what you said. But you can't gloss over the fact that our laws can work using our leverage as the big brother to the north can work. We just don't want to use that with Biden because he wants all the new voters to come in. And I also think that he wants a globalist change in our culture in this country. Great call, though. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Coming right back.
1: Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
2: Pleasure to have you the Joe Pag show for your Thursday. Lots going on. It'll be Scott Walker next hour, former governor of the great state of Wisconsin, was also a presidential candidate for a minute. I I believe maybe we can Wikipedia that. I think it was a minute that he was in and that he was out. And he gives the reason why he didn't run and why he's not running now. I Also, who he thinks will be the nominee and the president coming up at the end of this year. We've also got uh, Jack Werfel. He is a former, he's a guy who was in Germany, in Austria. He was a, a Holocaust survivor. His parents both killed in the Holocaust. He and his brother both had to hide the fact they were Jewish and they're actually entered into the Hitler Youth. He's ninety-one years old now. I'll have him on. And hour number three. Make sure you stick around for that. Let me go to the phone lines in the meantime. Scott is in Boston. Scott, what's going on? Hi,
0: Joe. How you doing? Wanted to let you know. Last week, our wonderful Mayor Wu said, and I quote, and please research it. Everyone across the whole world has the legal right to come to the United States, and certainly here in Boston. So I want to say to Mayor Wu, uh, no. Yeah. And also. Governor Healy, for the second time, I think it was yesterday or the day before, has declared an emergency that our emergency shelter housing for the immigrants, we are at full capacity. So Mayor Wu and Governor Maura Healy are not communicating. So I want to tell you, and I'm going to tell the rest of Boston and Mayor Wu, no, we're done with this. A, a couple Don't of things. Say, well,
2: well, hold on a second uh, before, you, before you go. I'm here. Number one, Michelle Wu is the one that brought her white husband to the People of color, elected people, or something. Um, a Christmas party, the Christmas and party, then, right down the street from then, the Gold then, dome, right in
0: right. John Kerry's neighborhood. Absolutely. Go
2: and ahead. then she decided, I believe, on New Year's Eve, to come out and give a Happy New Year welcome message in Chinese. I actually, saw her speaking Chinese, which I thought was weird. So she's the Boston mayor. For people in Boston, the United States, where our language is English, speaking Chinese about the New Year and disinviting any white people except her husband to go to the Christmas party, you're surprised by her saying something about immigrants? Correct. Really, she's a globalist. So,
0: she's uh, a she's correct. a she's Harvard also, yeah, she's globalist. Period. Chi- correct. She's from Chicago. Yeah. And she's a disciple of Liz Warren, yes. who's at Harvard. Who's right. a disciple of Barack Obama. And then you got so Healy. Circle here, and I mentioned it. And I mentioned no, to you
2: before. I, I got to throw this out there. Hold on. Yet Healy, who has, I've got video, I've shown it on my show, who has said, we are asking you to take some families into your house. I mean, your governor wants people Quartering of Massachusetts. Act. Back
0: from the 1700s, <laughs> I mean, King George said the same thing to Bostonians. It's stunning. In 1770, the Quartering Act. You will house a British soldier. Maura Healy said that. It was months ago. Please consider housing a family in your spare bedroom in the basement if you have a Are a Democrats? Are Democrats in
2: Boston doing okay. that? Are they lining up to take illegals in? As far as I know, not of
0: one. Of course not. Not one. Because they're all full of crap. So, they're not a,
2: sanctuary a, people.
0: A specific thing about, uh, if you guys were talking about vineyards. That was 44 hours they were on the vineyard. And then out, they were sent out. And also, there are nice ferries that go back and forth to the vineyard. What would they put under? return them to the mainland? The, the garbage barge. Look wow. at it. There's a photo. It's the open air where all the semis and the garbage trucks travel back and forth. They fly. love them, them all. Scott, so Scott, we appreciate
2: the, the update out of Boston. As always, Scott is always wild. Carrie's always wild. It's 44 hours. The tell, I thought some only there were 12. Yeah, can tell. There you go. There were the, the garbage barge. We'll have to look up that, that video or that picture. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Lots more to come, including Scott Walker next hour, the former governor of uh, Wisconsin. Keep it right here.
1: Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show.